Welcome to another episode of the Common Man's Take on Sports with Kevin and Quentin. All right, Quentin, I think uh, we're going to start talking about some of these bowl games for the college football play, or college football playoffs, college football. Some of them have already been played, some of the lesser bowl games. When Jacksonville State beat Louisiana, Appalachian State beat Miami, Ohio, some of the smaller ones, Texas Tech beat California. Um, I want to talk about some of the uh, the bigger bowl games. As we scroll down here, maybe some of the New Year's Six Bowls and some other ones. Uh, there is one that interests me, though, that is um, not... It's on the 23rd, Saturday. It's not a New Year's Six Bowl, but I think it's going to be a good game. And I think it's Utah and Northwestern in the Las Vegas Bowl. Northwestern went on a... Um, <clears throat> role there at the end of the season that coach motivated them they ended at seven and five I think in and they're predicated like Utah on defense so I think that uh, this is going to be a very very good game between those two um, it's going to be a defensive game I think it's going to be a fun game to watch um, I think what makes this interesting is that you know Utah Utah's QB Bryson Barnes is in the transfer portal, so Utah might have some trouble on offense. Yeah. Uh, but Northwestern, this is probably going to be one of the best seasons Northwestern's going to have because, you know, you got Northwestern 7-5, and five, and they were like, I don't know, 2-10 and 10 last year? Mm-hmm. Well, as you, yeah. As you look at the stats, Utah averages 24.5 points per game, and Northwestern's at 22.8. So that that's you know pretty even there. Northwestern averages twenty three point three pass yards a game, where Utah is only at one eight six seven. However, the rush yards are lopsided the other direction. Utah averages one eight one eight six point three, and Northwestern only averages one oh five. Um, a point opponents points per game that they allow. Northwestern is at twenty three eight, and Utah's at nineteen eight. Like I think this is going to be. A pretty uh, pretty even game. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. It might not be a New Year's Six Bowl or a game that anybody thinks about, the Las Vegas Bowl, when they think about bowl games they want to watch, but I would recommend watching it. I think it's going to be a very good game. It's on at 6.30 on ABC um, on Saturday, December the 23rd. Yeah, I think that's going to be a really interesting game. Uh, both teams really similar uh, mm-hmm. in their stats. So, yeah, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I definitely think that's going to be a very good game. Um, so I'm definitely going to catch that one. The Troy Duke game, eh, Birmingham Bowl, uh, probably not, not top tier for me. Um, the next game that I'll probably be interested in watching, uh, I might take in that Kansas UNLV game at 8 o'clock on Tuesday the 26th day after Christmas. I might watch that one. That might be an alright one. Maybe. Um, I I think that Kansas will probably win that one, but UNLV has looked good this year. They're not in four. So, you know, you never know. Yeah. I, I think Utah will end up winning that Utah-Northwestern game. That's my prediction, but I think it's going to be a very close game. I think Utah wins probably 
21 to 16 or, or something of that nature. It's going to be a defense, defensive game. Excuse me. And it's going to, uh, I think it's going to come down to the last play whose who's defense kind of gives out there at the end. I think, you know, you're going to be interested, but I think Northwestern's going to pull out the win. And that could very well be because, again, both have very good defenses. Because uh, Utah's probably going to have some trouble on offense because mm-hmm. uh, Bryson Barnes transferring. So, but they might have to re- – but they, but they do have a good run game. Mm-hmm. So, they'll probably rely on the run game in that game. But if North, Northwestern can stop the run mm-hmm. um, and – not let Utah be able to pass the ball, then mm-hmm. they're gonna win that game. Because okay. all Northwestern needs to do is stop the run. That's what they're gonna need to do because they should know that Utah is gonna have to re- rely on the run game in that game. So what they should do is stop the run. Okay. The next uh, next game I think I'm gonna take a look at is. The military bowl. I think that Virginia Tech two lane game could be a sneaky good game. Two lane's been good this year, and they were rated in the, in the top twenty five for a while. Um, so I'm definitely gonna. They're eleven and two. I don't know how they fell out of the top twenty five at eleven and two. That's they should. That's a better record than some of the teams in the top twenty five. Well, but I think the Virginia Tech two lane game could be a good one. But one that I'm definitely gonna watch is the Duke Mayo Bowl, North Carolina and West Virginia. I think that's going to be a good one right there. I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, my pick is North Carolina, I think, wins that one. But um, West Virginia is not a bad team. And so as you look at their stats, once again, you know, North Carolina averages about 36.6 points per game. I've watched a couple of the North Carolina games this year. They're definitely a good team. Um, uh, but here comes the catch. So North Carolina's Drake May is entering the draft, so they will not have him. So I think. Did he say he won't participate in the bowl game? Did he say he was going to sit out? Um, Just because he put his I, name I, in the I, draft doesn't mean he's going to sit out. I, uh, usually the players will announce that whether they're sitting out or not. I read that article like a couple weeks ago. I heard. I have no idea if he's if he's gonna sit out or not, but I okay. think he's gonna sit out. If if he does, then you're right. That changes. That changes things dramatically. Uh, but West Virginia averages 31.6 points per game, so that's pretty close. Well, North yeah. Carolina, which if Drake May's not in, that could change, but they average 318 yards passing, and West Virginia's at 208. But West Virginia's rushing totals are, are lopsided compared to North Carolina. West Virginia averages 234 yards per game rushing. North Carolina only averages 197, so that's interesting. Opponent points per game, North Carolina has the edge just barely. They allow 27.1, and West Virginia only allows 27.5. So that's actually a push, pretty close. Even the pass yards, North Carolina allows 259.6 pass yards a game, and West Virginia only at 254.1. So West Virginia has West Virginia has the edge in defense, for but not by much. And then rush yards, opposing rush yards allowed per game. West Virginia's at 
North Carolina's at 163-1. So West Virginia does have an opportunity to win this game. Like it's 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 a pretty. I mean, if you look at it at face value, it's a pretty uh, pretty good matchup, and I'm definitely going to uh, watch it and see how it falls. The one game that I'm extremely interested in, though, on the 27th is Louisville USC. I want to see this game because I think Louisville is going to win this game. I think they're going to beat USC. Yeah, um, I agree with you because USC doesn't have Caleb Williams because he's sitting out and Lincoln Riley's sitting out. Mm. So they don't have a head coach. Wait, and... Lincoln Riley's not coaching the bowl game? Yeah, he's not coaching. Why? I have no idea. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's a nice piece of information. Uh, yeah, so, I definitely did not know that. Yeah, so Louisville's That changes things. So that definitely tilts in Louisville's favor for sure. Yeah, and then USC doesn't have uh, Brendan Rice because he's entering the draft. Hmm. He's probably going to sit out. So uh, well, I guess yeah. that game's not as interesting as I thought it was going to be then. <laughs> I mean. Wow. I didn't know that. Uh, so. Yeah, and, USC has no D, so it's going to be a – I think it's going to be a blowout win for Louisville. I don't know about a blowout, but I definitely think Louisville wins that game. At least – but I think Louisville's going to win by at least 10 points or more. Okay. I'll, I'll take – I'll take a field goal. Louisville wins by a field goal. You said 10 points or more. I say they win by a field goal. Field goal? <clears throat> yep. I said he went by field goal. I guess. But what Louisville needs to do is, uh, well, never mind. I'm still thinking about that Florida State Louisville game, so I'm I'm I think Louisville probably wins by a field goal. Although USC could beat them by ten. Hmm. Uh, there's like a one percent chance that's gonna happen. <laughs> there's no way that's gonna happen. No way. Louisville's favored by seven and a half, so you're not far off from. Um, I know a lot of people are gonna scoff at this, but I think I'm gonna watch that Rutgers Miami game, the pin pinstripe bowl. I think that's gonna be a really good one too. Um, Rutgers and Miami both are better than people think they are, and uh, I think that's gonna be a definitely a good game to watch, and I think it could be a very exciting game to watch. Yeah, I mean, Rutgers had a good start early on, just like Louisville. Mm -hmm. I'm not Louisville, Miami. Yeah. And then in that, and then when it got later on in the college football season, they just started to uh, fall away. And well, Rutgers started playing the big boys. You know, oh, yeah. they they had to play oh, oh, Michigan, then Ohio State, then Penn State. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're not gonna. That's that's murderers row right there in the Big Ten East. Like you're it's it's tough sledding. Um so I get it. And then of course they had some Big Ten West teams on their schedule too, so you know it's always tough sledding over there. But six and six is pretty good for Rutgers. Yeah, especially for Rutgers because Rutgers and, hasn't had a good season. Well, Rutgers has a sneaky good defense. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They do have a good defense. Miami though um, I think I'm gonna take Rutgers for that one. That's uh Thursday the twenty eighth. You gonna take Rutgers? Yeah, I'm gonna take Rutgers. I think I'm gonna take Miami. I think Miami wins that one. I think Miami wins that one by ten. 
I think Reformation. I think it's going to be like uh, 20 to 10. Yeah, 20 to 10. I think either 17, 10, or 20, 10. But I, I, I say 10 points, so 20, 10. Miami. I think Rutgers is going to win by like three points, five points. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's going to be like uh, maybe 24 to 21 or uh, 21 to 16, some, something like that. Another game I'm interested in watching is the North Carolina State-Kansas State bowl game. That um, I think that's going to be a good one. I mm. think that uh, the Camping World, uh, sorry, the... I think North Carolina State and Kansas State are pretty evenly matched. And I think that it'll be a very good game to watch. And I think that I think Kansas State will probably pull it out. And I think they'll win by I think they'll win with uh, a little bit more offense. Both teams have pretty good defenses, so I think Kansas State just has a little bit more offense than North Carolina State. So I think Kansas State wins by ten. Yeah, I think Kansas State wins. I'm going to take Kansas State by five or seven points. Okay. Uh, I think they're going to win like 24-17 or um, 27-22 to 22 maybe. Okay. But, yeah, I think Kansas State's going to win. Um, the other game I'm interested in watching that day is the Arizona-Oklahoma game. I think this is going to be a really good game. Arizona gave Washington some trouble. If I'm not mistaken, Washington barely skated out with a win in oh, that yeah. one. Yep, 15-7. And Oklahoma has that big win against Texas. So, uh, only thing that I'm concerned about, though, with Oklahoma is that uh, their quarterback is transferring. Yeah, he transferred to Oregon. Yeah, uh, Dylan Gabriel. So, he's probably not playing in that game. So, I'm not sure that could affect Oklahoma significantly so I think Arizona wins this game I think they win by 10 yeah I agree with you I think Arizona wins this by like uh, 7 10 or set 7 or 10 points I think Arizona wins that one okay so Friday the 29th we got a couple of good bowl games we got the Gator Bowl at 11 it's uh, Clemson and Kentucky I think ultimately Clemson wins this game, um, depending on who's sitting out. But Clemson always has guys ready to step up when other players sit out. I think Clemson wins this game. I think they win it handily. Um, Kentucky does have a sneaky good defense, though, at times. But I just think Clemson is on another level. And I think Clemson wins this game 30-10. to 10. You're gonna take twenty points. Mm-hmm. I, I, think I just Cle- think Clemson's that much better than Kentucky. I mean, well, Kentucky doesn't doesn't really have the athletes to compete with big teams like Alabama or Georgia or um, LSU. Um, I'm gonna take Clemson. I think Clemson wins this one by like ten points, like uh, okay, twenty to ten, twenty ten. I think Clemson wins this one by 10 points. 
10 points or more. I, um, I am interested in watching the Oregon State-Notre Dame game, but I think Notre Dame wins that one because Oregon State's quarterback, DJ Uyungle, is transferring. So I'm not sure who's going to start in his place. But, well, uh, what about Notre Dame? Because Sam Hartman entered the draft. Yeah, but is he sitting out? I haven't seen anything about him sitting out the bowl game yet. Okay, well, maybe he is playing. I know he's entering the draft, but I don't know if he's put enough out there for scouts to see. So he may play just to put some more tape out there for the scouts. I'm going to take Notre Dame in that one. I think Notre Dame wins that one. All right. Another game that I'm interested to see is the Cotton Bowl. Ohio State and Missouri. So Ohio State's quarterback entered the transfer portal, so he's not starting. And their wide receiver, one of their better wide receivers, Julian Fleming, is also in the transfer portal and not playing in that game. And Marvin Harrison, I'm pretty sure, is not playing in that. Marvin Harrison Jr. is not playing in that game either. So he hasn't made a decision yet, but I don't think he plans on playing in that bowl game. So I would be really interested to see this. Missouri could win that game. Missouri could beat Ohio State in the um, in the bowl game. I think Missouri wins, you know, because Ohio State is having a lot of trouble with the transfer portal because you got. Like, Chip Tranum, he was a pretty good backup running back, to mm-hmm. be honest. He was pretty good. Um, I think that Missouri wins this one. Because you got Kyle, you start in QB in the transfer portal. You got a good wide receiver in the transfer portal. You got a good running back in the transfer portal. Um, then you got a really good wide receiver undecided. Who's, who's probably not going to play that game, so that's... Uh, I think Missouri's going to take advantage of that and win. I still think Ohio State wins because I think they have better athletes. Um, I think it'll be close. I think they win by a field goal or a touchdown. Um, but I I don't think that I think Ohio State still has athletes that will that are, are going to help them out that win I just don't think that right now it's even neither team is favored but I think Ohio State wins I think Missouri on December the 30th um, I'll probably watch the Old Miss Penn State game I think Old Miss is overrated I think they've been overrated all season I think Penn State will beat them I think they'll beat them handily I'm saying 30 to 10 Penn State yeah, I think Penn State has tough defense. Yes. And I think that uh, Penn State just needs to get their offense going. Well, I think Penn State will take advantage because Ole Miss's defense isn't that good. So uh, I think Penn State will take advantage um, in the run game and in the pass game as well. Because mm-hmm. Penn State has a good running game and a okay passing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, passing is okay. 
Penn State has a way better defense than Ole Miss. Yeah. So, uh, Penn State's only allowed 183.2 passing yards to opposing teams. Ole Miss is allowed 238.5. And Penn State's only allowed 69.7 opposing opponents rushing yards per game. And Ole Miss is allowed 151.9. That's a huge difference between the two. Um, opponents, Ole Miss is allowed 22.3 points to opponents per game. And Penn State's only average, only allowed 11.4. So, um, I Penn State definitely, for me, has the edge very very handily in this one. I think they handle business. I think they end the season 11 and two and Ole Miss at 10 and three, but I also think Ole Miss is overrated. So the one game that I'm really interested in, and I'll tell you why here in just a minute is the Auburn Maryland game. And the reason why I'm interested in this game to see who wins is because this game could be very telling for the Michigan-Alabama game. Because Michigan struggled with Maryland during the regular season. They won by 10. Is that right? 10 no, points? Seven. seven points. And um, Alabama barely beat Auburn yeah, they won with a last-minute Hail Mary miracle play. And really, to be honest... It was the Auburn defensive coordinator's fault because he only rushed two and gave Jalen Milrow all the time in the world to find an open player. But if if he calls a different defense, Auburn wins that game, and that's game over. So I Auburn is six and six. Maryland is seven and five. I think Maryland is better than Auburn, and I think Maryland's going to win that game. And if they do, that could be a precursor to the Michigan. I know that it's all about matchups, but that'll be pretty interesting if Maryland does beat Auburn. Very, very interesting. So I'm, I'm definitely interested in watching that game and see how it plays out. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna take Maryland. I'm taking Maryland. I think Maryland wins by ten. I think Maryland wins by ten. Mm, I think Maryland wins by like seven points. You know, yeah. Um, okay. Well, Fair enough. I mean, Auburn's defense. Auburn's defense was great against Alabama and Georgia. Okay. So, but I mean, I'm gonna take Maryland, even though. Maryland's defense isn't the best defense. I haven't really been impressed by Maryland's defense, so. Okay. I'll take Maryland. I'm not really interested in the Orange Bowl and Florida State and Georgia. I think Georgia's going to smash Florida State. We'll see. I just think Georgia's better and has better athletes. Yeah. Um. I just think that, you know, uh, Florida State had to have a freshman QB in at the ACC championship game. Mm-hmm. Probably going to have another freshman. They're probably going to have uh, him back in for that Orange Bowl. So, I mean, I think that Georgia's going to just c- come out of nowhere and uh, 
beat Florida State by like 20 and a half points. Okay. Maybe. Um, New Year's Day. So, obviously, the two star games are the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. I will probably catch that Wisconsin LSU game because I think that'll be a good one. I'll have to look and see, but if Jaden Daniels is playing, LSU wins that game easily. I think no, no doubt. I haven't, um, I haven't seen anything about Jaden Daniels not playing, so yep. I think he might play. Um, Iowa, Tennessee, uh, I think that could be not a great game to watch. I think Tennessee probably wins that game by 10. I think Iowa's anemic offense just is not – their defense can't hold up forever. I think Tennessee wins that game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Iowa special teams is pretty good, but yeah. I think I think Tennessee is going to win. I agree with you. Um, now let's talk about the Rose Bowl. Alabama, Michigan. So, this is an interesting matchup. I think that both teams present something the other one hasn't seen. As we look, Alabama's offense is better than Michigan's. They average 252.4 pass pass yards per game. Michigan only averages 230.2. Alabama averages 172.7 rush yards per game, and Michigan only averages 161.8. However, on the other side of the ball, Michigan's defense is glaringly better than Alabama's. Michigan only allows 9.5 points per game to opponents, while Alabama allows 18.4. Michigan only allows 170.5 pass yards per game, where Alabama allows 208.8. And Michigan has only allowed 87.1 rush yards per game to opponents, where Alabama has allowed 124 and a half. So, I think there's the key to this game is a couple of things. One, J.J. McCarthy has to be healthy for Michigan so he can be involved in the rush rushing attack of Michigan because whenever you have a quarterback that's part of the rushing attack, you make the defense account for one more person, which is an extra hat, right? And so what does that do? That leaves somebody downfield open and, um, you know, it, it allows for maybe a tight end to be open or, or a receiver, right, across the middle because you have to spy the quarterback. However... I think that that edge goes to Alabama because I think Jalen Milrow is a better runner than J.J. And I think that Michigan better pay attention to him because several times this year when people have forgotten about him back there, he will just take off and run and get, you know, 40 yards on you. And so you have to be very, very careful with Milrow. Uh, Milrow's not the most accurate passer, which is bodes well for Michigan, but you have to account for him in the rushing game. And so I think that's going to be the, the key for Michigan to win this game. They have to make sure that they keep eyes on Milrow and don't let him run on you because if you do, then Alabama will win this game 
and I don't think Michigan has faced a team yet that has a running quarterback quite like Joe Milrow. Um, so, or Jalen, sorry, I said Joe Milrow. I meant Jalen Milrow. So I think that, uh, yeah, he has 468 rushing yards with 12 rushing touchdowns. I don't think Michigan's faced anybody like that yet. He has 2,718 passing yards with 23 passing touchdowns. So, you know, that's they, they really need to keep eyes on him and do not let him. They need to keep him in the pocket. Do not let him out of that pocket. And the, the middle of that defensive line needs to stay tough and, you know, keep, keep Milrow inside. You keep him in that pocket and don't let him take off and run on you. And, and close that pocket down and sack him, you can win the game. But you let him start running on you, you're going to have a long day. Yeah, to me, I think Michigan's going to win this game. I'm going to take Michigan. Um, because what you said is... Uh, what you said is... Uh, I exactly agree with you. With... Uh, what you said. I think that Michigan really needs to, um, like, stop Jalen Milrow when he's running, and he has the ability to pass, so, mm -hmm. um, Michigan's got to do two things at once. But it's going to be pretty hard, um, but I think that, uh, if Jason McCarthy... Uh, can run the football and Michigan can run it with Blake Corm, Donovan Edwards, Edwards. Then uh, I think Michigan can win this game. And if they stop Jalen Milrow when they need to, they can definitely win this game. Yeah, I'm not saying they can't win. I'm just saying they have to make sure that they account for Milrow in the run game, because if you do not, um, he definitely will make you have a long day because that's what happened in the Georgia game. He started running on them, and they weren't accounting for him. That's how he was moving the ball. Um, so you, you definitely, definitely have to account for him. So I uh, I think Michigan can win this game, but I think that it's they definitely have to be very, very careful of how they defend Alabama for sure. So, um, I think, man, I don't want to do this, <laughs> but, um, I, uh, I think Michigan wins the game, but, I think it's a I think they win by a field goal. I think it's gonna be a very, very close game. I don't think either team's gonna run away with it. I think Michigan wins by a field goal. Yeah, um I don't think either team's gonna run away with it either. I think Michigan's gonna win by at least a field goal or a touchdown. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. I don't. Uh, I don't think either team is gonna 
just come in and run over the other. So let's move on to the second game. The Sugar Bowl, Texas and Washington. This one is going to be interesting. Because both quarterbacks can sling the ball around the football field. Um, Penix Jr. does not run. Quinn Ewers runs some. So it'll definitely be interesting um, how that pans out. I know that Texas' running back got hurt at the end of the season. So I don't know if that's how that's going to affect them in a, in a big game like this. We'll see. But uh, Texas definitely has the advantage in defense um, and rushing. Washington's only advantage is passing yards. So I think Texas wins this game. <clears throat> I think Texas wins this game by 10. Uh, to be honest. I think Washington's defense is going to... I don't think they're going to be able to stop Texas the whole game. I think the Texas is going to beat them. To be honest, I think Washington does not have a good defense. I think their defense is overrated. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I agree with you. I think that Washington's only ability is the passing game. They run sometimes, but most times they always pass the ball. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I agree. Washington's rush game is, is definitely suspect. Yeah, while I, Texas can kind of run the ball. Uh, they run it. That Brooks had over 1,000 yards rushing. He had over 1,200 yards rushing before he blew out his knee at the end of the season. Yep, that torn ACL. He had 1,139 yards, so he can run it. Well, actually... No, I think Washington's run game's okay because um, Dylan Johnson has 1,113 rushing yards. Yeah, I still think it's suspect. I think that they lean on the pass game a lot. And I think yeah, that's I, what's going to hurt them against Texas. Yeah, yeah, they lean on the pass game too much. Yeah. That's what they do. They, they do it too much. And uh, they're going to need to stop passing run the ball more because they're doing it too much and uh if texas can cover the wide receivers so there's no one open uh and, and i mean michael Penix doesn't run so if you can cover the wide receivers and not let michael Penix uh throw the ball then yeah you're good you're probably going to beat washington so yeah i'm going to take texas all right so that leaves Michigan and Texas in the championship game. Who do I think wins? I think Michigan wins with defense. I think they beat Texas 25-10. to 10. And I think Michigan wins their first national title since 1997. But I think this is their first outright title since like 1948. That is my prediction. Or who wins it all this year? I'm probably just jinxed Michigan by doing that, but I think they're good enough to win it all this year. Yeah. I I think if they beat Alabama, then they they're good enough to win it all. Whoever yeah, wins, to me, whoever wins between Michigan and Alabama is going to win the national title. That's yeah, what if, I think. 
if Michigan beats Alabama, they're winning the national title. And yep. Michigan, Texas, I think Michigan's going to win. I think so, too. If Alabama beats Michigan, I think Alabama will win the national title. I think whoever wins the Michigan-Alabama game is who's going to win it all. So that'll do it for our show for today. Uh, we thank everybody for listening. We hope you continue to listen, whether it's on our podcast or on every podcast platform, Common Man's Take on Sports. Please, please download our episodes and subscribe and follow us. Uh, our YouTube page, The Common Man's Take on Sports. We're doing video episodes now, so we're posting our videos on under our profile, The Common Man's Take on Sports on YouTube. So if you'd like to watch our videos, please go there and subscribe and follow. And feel free to leave comments. Let us know if there's something you'd like for us to talk about or just to give us feedback on the show. We truly appreciate it. Thank you, and have a good night.